Introducing Brian Breaker, the biggest icon in wrestling. Daniel Ross. This is the Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel. What is going on? What are you doing? We will not go quietly into the night. Hang on! Houston, you have a problem. Boom shakalaka! I'm sweating like a pig here. It's a lot of guitar! Mr. Freedom! Eat the pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for some Saturday morning nostalgia because it is once again a fresh episode of the Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel and unfortunately this week we are not packed with four other nostalgic shows for a perfect block like was on uh, TGIF, <laughs> but we are still going to bring you some Saturday Morning Nostalgia. I am uh, Brian Breaker and joining me as always on this uh, on this trip for uh, nostalgia is my good friend Daniel Cross. Daniel, are you ready for some Saturday Morning Fun? I am ready, and again, this is the only show in which pants are optional. Indeed, pants are indeed optional, um, and but they are encouraged. We we have a fun episode this week, so kind of a little... Uh, this is what's so crazy about it. This is episode 40. 40 episodes, which is, you know, I think as you dive into podcasting, that's quite a few episodes. This was an original topic on the original wheel, TGIF. And it just now got picked. Like I really did not see that coming. That's kind of that's still kind of crazy to me that it took this long to actually get on the on the show. Yeah, you know, because we kind of talked about when we started the show, should we just run the wheel down? Like you know, we put ten topics, we go through all ten, or when there's two or three topics left, should we load the wheel back up? And we decided to do that. But yeah, it's crazy. It took uh, you know forty episodes to get through the original ten topics. I think it was. Well, and, and my thought, and I, and I think you agreed as well, like, I was like, well, if we only have, like, one topic left, what if we hit, like, say, yikes, pencils, and, like, we're supposed to fill an hour with that? Like, how is that going to work, you know? And so I thought, like, well, if we at least have two or three on there, we can always, you know, add more to it as it gets lower. And and it's actually been nice because a good friend of the show, Richard Yule, just sent over, like, five or six topics, which when we reload the wheel, we can put those on there. And a good friend nice. of the show... Yeah, good friend of the show, Steve Hoker, sent several topics, which we actually covered, you know, getting in trouble in school and embarrassing school stories um, in some previous episodes. So if you haven't checked those out, definitely do that. Um, and, you know, of course, we covered, you know, things like um, Ernest movies recently. We did a Halloween special, which I highly recommend. Amalgam Comics, which is a cross between DC and Marvel. Happy Meals. WWF Bindum's Big Bad Beetleborg. So many fun episodes, so check those all out in our archives. But I, I'm excited to finally dive into TGIF because I feel like it's been a long time coming. And this Hey, I uh, had a question for you. Sure. So last week, uh, I think towards the end of the show, I had mentioned something about the Mount Rushmore of nostalgia uh -huh. and how TGIF kind of fits on there. So I wanted to ask you, what would be your Mount Rushmore of nostalgia? Uh, like all together, man. Yeah, so like Mount Rushmore, you know, that's the big thing now. You got to have a Mount Rushmore of everything, like a Mount Rushmore of greatest NBA players, Mount Rushmore of best vacuum cleaners. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever it may be. But what would be your nostalgia Mount Rushmore? So for vacuum cleaners, it's Dirt Devil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. Like, uh, 
if we're gonna say just of, of just nostalgia, it's almost got to be stuff from the late '80s, early '90s. Um, but again, like I think any list would be different. Like, how could I not put something wrestling on there? So right. I'd, I'd, I'd have to say, is TGIF on there? Yeah, it's got to be because it's, you know, it's that's that's like that to me was like that's where all the sitcoms came from, right? Yep. Um, so it's got to be on there. I'm going to say retro video games has to be on there, like Sega, Super, Sega, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I'm going to say just as kind of a weird everything combined action figures, because I feel like action figures really hit mm-hmm. stride in the 80s and 90s. And, um, hmm. Dang, what else do you put? Oh, man. Like I want to put goosebumps, but I don't think it's I don't think it's there. Um, I guess maybe just wrestling, like WWF, because it was that was my favorite era. It still is, is like the nineties. So I guess that would be my Mount Rushmore right there: TGIF, WWF, action figures, and retro video games. Hey, I'm down for that. I might have slipped in the Happy Meal somewhere, but uh, other than that, yeah, I'm good with that list. That's well. What's weird about it? And and we'll got, we'll dive into this in the in the coming weeks, but uh, just a little spoiler for everybody: we're gonna do um, somewhat of a Hall of Fame on our last episode of the year. And me and you were kind of talking about it this week, and it, man, that's kind of hard to narrow down, right? Like, there's so many, so many things. It's like, okay, what do like what do you put in here, and why does it belong? It's a uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of tough when you start trying to narrow stuff down, especially with with something so broad as like uh, the '80s and '90s. Yeah, and you and I, I think we're both kind of critical thinkers, uh, too too reflective at times. So yeah, we want to you know make sure all of our choices make sense and makes uh, make sense from all angles. So yeah, but that'll be interesting doing the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited for it. It'll be it'll be good times. Uh, we got we got some cool stuff in the works for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, like obviously we talked about this week, we're t- discussing TGIF. So people don't know, I guess. Um, how would you describe TGIF? Because to me, I would say it's it was like the block of shows for the late '80s, early '90s, right? And like the idea, I believe it was on ABC. They didn't want you changing the channel, so like they gave you like four to five sitcoms. All in a row, every Friday night, and it was just, man, it was it was huge, right? Yeah, so you know, it was marketed towards definitely like kids and preteens, maybe even teenagers. <clears throat> and you know, I think that was pretty smart. You know, I've always heard that Friday night is not typically like the best night to for television, I guess. Mostly because, uh, you know, especially as you get older, like if you're in high school, you probably go out on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, 80s and 90s, maybe people were going out to eat. So, you know, Fridays were always kind of a dead time for TV, so I've heard. Um, even though SmackDown's been on there for however long. But, uh, yeah, so they, you know, came up with this plan probably in, I think it was the late 80s to start you know, marketing Friday nights towards like kids because who's, who's home on Friday nights? Well, it's probably kids. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, they started out with, uh, I don't know what the original four shows was, 
And what I thought was kind of fun is they always had like a different, at least in the 90s, I don't remember if this is always how it was, but every once in a while they would have like a host of TGIF. So like sometimes the cast of Boy Meets World would be like the host and they would host all four shows and kind of talk during commercial breaks and, you know, things like that. So I actually remember it was like, you remember when Topanga, like, she quit being weird, and they started to, like, have her be more, like, normal and just this attractive girl. Yeah, because she was kind of a hippie almost initially, right? <laughs> yeah, so I remember one, uh, like, as they were getting ready to start, whatever, the second or third season of Boy Meets World, they had the cast of Boy Meets World, like, on the couch in the living room, and they were, like, talking to the camera, hosting the show, and then Topanga walks in, and that was the first time she had, like, normal hair. And then the guys were like kind of drooling over her and like, whoa, you kind of, you changed a lot over the summer, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, anyway, it was pretty, pretty funny, but. Well, but that's also kind of a normal thing if you think about it, like where those girls go from, you know, and I'm sure you saw where girls were so, so attractive and all of a sudden they come back the next year and you're like, whoa, you know, (laughs) I think a lot of it too is like, as boys, we identified with Corey and Sean and we, you know, you go from not paying attention to girls to suddenly paying attention. Now they have your attention even more, right? So, it, like, they the, all those shows did a good job of making you feel like it it all made sense, I guess. Yeah. So what I had here, I thought we could maybe go through this. It's, uh, I guess it's a ranking of sorts, but it's the top 20 uh, TGIF shows. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, something I realized was not all these were winners. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, and also some of them, like, uh, I didn't really realize, I don't know if this is on here or not, but, you know, some pretty famous people kind of start, I don't want to say they started off, because they probably, who knows, they started off doing commercials or whatever, but if you remember two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Right, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and and that's that was a show when he kind of hit fame with movies, people like, oh, I remember him from that show, which I remember the show, but I didn't correlate that that was the same guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely definitely interesting to see that that's... Well, I mean, also, I mean, a lot of people don't remember this. Leonardo DiCaprio got his start uh, growing pains. Yes, he did. So that it, is It's just kind of crazy to think. George Clooney was on Roseanne. Right, and also if ER. You knew that. ER, yeah. So, anyway, uh, number 20 here. This comes from movie movieweb.com. So, the Hughleys. I remember the name, but don't really remember anything about the show. I do remember that show, yes. Number 19, You Wish. Uh, totally blank on that one. No clue. No, not a clue either. <laughs> uh, number 18, Brothers Keeper. Only really remember that because the little kid that on it was also the kid on Liar, Liar, if you remember that movie. I do remember Liar, Liar. Don't remember that show, though. Yep. Uh, number 17, Going Places. Completely clueless, have no idea. A lot of these shows probably didn't last long either, which is no. probably why you don't... You know, if, if a show doesn't last long, there's no reruns, which is another thing that was huge in the 80s and 90s is reruns True. After, after school. True. Uh, number 16, Odd Man Out, aired from 99 to 2000. I guess I should have been saying the years with these. Mm-hmm. Number 15, Camp Wilder, 1992 to 93. Somewhat remember that, but not a lot. A lot of these again, one year runs, not a not enough for syndication. No. Yep. Baby Talk, ninety one to ninety two, and this was kind of a spin off of Look Who's Talking. 
Okay. So it was a little kid talking in his head. The great John Travolta movie. Yes. Uh, 13, I remember this, uh, Two of a Kind, 1998 and 99, this was an Olsen Twins TV yeah, show. That show ended up going to ABC Family, and I remember watching a ton of the reruns there. Number 12, Teen Angel, 97 to 98, another one-year run. At least that. a one-year run on TGIF, I don't know how long, if the show went on somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these shows are crap. Why are we even talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> Number uh, number eleven, just the ten of us, nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety. Okay. It's about a dad and his ten daughters, I think. Wow. Looking at the picture, I don't recognize any of them. So none none of them went on to great stardom, I don't think. All right, here we go. Now we're getting into the meat of it. Uh, number ten, hanging with Mister Cooper, nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety seven. That's that was. I always liked hanging with Mister Cooper. I don't remember. Watching a lot of it, though. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I always remember hanging with Mr. Cooper, at least here like in the a, middle. He's like a gym teacher or something, right? <laughs> yeah, he was like a former basketball. I don't know if he was a pro basketball player yeah. or maybe just a big college player, but he got hurt, kind of that classic. He got hurt, and now he's going to go teach high school basketball or PE or something. I do remember, though, like this was the show. I watched it a little bit. But it was also the show that came on. It's like for me in the Midwest, TGIF started at seven o'clock. Yeah. So you had your seven o'clock show, your seven thirty show, your eight o'clock show, then your eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper was always on at eight thirty. So if I had rented a video game for the night or maybe a movie for my Friday night, Mr. Cooper was usually the one I would skip out on so I could go play my video games or watch a movie or whatever it was. But I did catch it from time to time. I remember it being a pretty good show. Yeah, it's, I remember um, back in the day, they started releasing a lot of these shows on DVD, and they actually released the first season of Full House on DVD, which I bought, and that was a big business there for for a little bit where TV shows on DVD, but one, oh, yeah. of, one of the special features, which was cool, was they had an episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper on there where Uncle Jesse and Michelle were on the episode, which I didn't remember ever happening, which huh. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Uh, apparently, the same all the same people produce these shows. So, um, oh yeah, Steve Urkel obviously appeared on Full House, which was funny because you know Full House is based in San Francisco, right? And mm-hmm. you know Urkel was based in Chicago, so it's like, come on, how did he get all the way down there? <laughs> you know. Well, if you remember Urkel, he was also on an episode of Step by Step. He was, so, and this was actually a TGIF thing, so. Family Matters, I don't know what time, let's just say it came on at 7.30 and then step by step at 8. So Urkel on Family Matters at 7.30, he made this rocket-powered jetpack. And then it apparently took him all the way over to Seattle. And then when the start of Step by Step happened at 8 o'clock, you know, a brand new show, he like crash-landed in in Seattle and was on Step by Step. That, That is actually kind of fun, though. Yep. So, uh, number nine here, Sister, Sister, aired, at least on TGIF, 94 to 99. I do remember. I remember, I, I remember watching it was Sister, okay. Sister, yeah. That had the uh, the Maori twins, I believe, with their names. Uh-huh. And uh, their brother, Taj Maori, ended up being smart guy on the Disney Channel a few years later. Okay. And he actually was, uh, he was also Teddy on uh, Full House, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize they were related. Yeah. So here's, here's kind of the interesting thing, you know, just, you know, television watching back then compared to today, 
So we probably only know these shows because they were on step by step and we were locked in and we were fans. But if we, if this was today and you just saw this sister, sister on, you know, one of the screens for Hulu, you know, chances are you probably would have never clicked on it, never would have watched it. This doesn't really look like a show that, yeah. you know, a teenage boy would want to watch. Yeah. Back in the nineties, we were, I don't want to say forced to watch shows, but you kind of watched what was on, right? Like, so yeah. you got invested in a show because of how they blocked them together, which TGIF was a prime example of that. But I remember a lot of these shows I would watch after school. So, you know, I remember Full House came on, Family Matters came on, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came on, Home Improvement came on. And, like, you get invested in these shows because you watch all the reruns. And, you know, I'll be yeah. honest, all four of those shows still hold up to me. So, um, like... Like home improvement, I don't think was it on TGIF or not. I don't know if it was. No, nah, well, I don't think it was. But it was still such a good show, and it was one that I still can enjoy to this day. But it's just it's one of those things like watching that stuff after school. That's how you became invested. Like to me, you know, we talked about Big Bad Beetleborgs a few weeks ago. Like I got into that because it came on after Power Rangers, right? You know, so right, you, yeah. you sit back and watch it as well, and so that's kind of how it was back in the day. Nowadays. And I don't know if if you're if you've ever done this, like you'll turn on say something new on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, and after like two minutes you're like, okay, this sucks. Like you give it no time yep. anymore. Like do you have, we have no patience, <laughs> right? Uh, number eight, I would have put this a little further on the list. One of my favorite uh, TGIF shows, but maybe it wasn't in the grand scheme of things. Uh, step by step. Yeah, I agree. That should be higher. It still holds up. I've been watching it on HBO Max. Well, and it was on uh, TJF 1991 to 1998. You know, like we talked about, a lot of these shows only lasted like one season. And actually, I was looking at, uh, oh, how it all broke down over the years. There were some shows that only lasted like uh, the spring. Mm -hmm. Like they were on in the spring, and then by the fall, you know, they weren't getting good ratings, so they kicked them off and yeah. put on a new show in the fall. So yep. Step by Step was on there seven, eight years. So Exactly. Uh, number seven, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, 1996 to 2003. I did not realize, well, first off, I didn't realize that show went that long, but I didn't realize TGIF went that long either. I didn't either. I don't think it was as big a deal in the 2000s, but I definitely remember watching Sabrina. It, it didn't, it was far from my favorite show, but it was one of those where I watched it, but I just didn't, I don't know, it didn't hit the same. It was okay for what it was. So, have no recollection of this, but uh, number six, 1996 to 1998, Muppets Tonight. Do you remember that at all? I do remember Muppets Tonight, yeah. Okay. I, I don't remember that at all. It Again, it wasn't like a, uh, I don't know, like it wasn't like this amazing show or anything. It was basically just like a new version of Muppets, more or less, but yeah. I didn't know it was part yeah. of TGIF, though. I don't remember that. Well, and would you have put it above step-by-step? Step? Definitely not. Yeah. Or, really, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch probably should have been a little higher on this ranking, too. Without looking at a list, I would have thought step-by-step step would be, like, two or three. So, don't agree with this either. Number five, Boy Meets World, 93 to 2000. That's, like, one or two to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And we've covered... Boy Meets World in depth on a previous episode of the Rumble Wheel. Yes, we have. Uh, number four. So I agree. I It depends how you want to look at this list. So number four is Full House. 
granted one of the better, you know, most famous uh, sitcoms of all time. However, I don't necessarily always think of TGIF when I think of Full House. So if that's kind of how they're thinking of it, I might agree with it being number four. Yeah. Now, if we're talking like best sitcoms of all time, then you're probably looking at number one or two for sure. Full House. But as far as the TGIF, TGIF ranking, I think that's all right. Number four, Full House. Yeah, this ranking's all messed up. Number three, again, the show I love, but uh, Dinosaurs. I wouldn't have put them above Boy Meets World or Full House or probably even Step by Step. Yeah, see, Dinosaurs I liked. I think, I did, again, I didn't realize it was TGIF, but I would have put it probably like, that's like the number seven or eight spot. spot you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 fun. It was it was a fun show, especially for the time, but it, it's oh, not, yeah. is it above Full House? No, definitely not. Do you remember the, the episode when he got on steroids, the the kid? Uh-uh, I don't. Uh, that's a great one. <laughs> well, two things I want to talk about. So, yeah, there's an episode where he basically was on steroids. The, I don't remember his name. The one who always wore the Letterman jacket. Robbie, wasn't that his name? Robbie, yeah. And the steroid was this little, like, creature thing. And, you know, it was basically, you know, they always have these little creepy little puppet creatures. Yeah. And uh, little, I don't even know if you call them dinosaurs or bugs or whatever they were. But basically, that was the steroid, and, and some, one of the big football players like gave him a box of these little creepy things, and you know they were like the little creepy things were talking to him like, "Oh, eat me, you'll be big and strong." So anyway, he like starts eating these things in a matter of like a day. He like doubles in size, and <laughs> and he like lifts a fridge up, and also anyway, I just remember him getting on the juice. But uh, do you remember the last episode or seeing clips of it? So, that was always um, creepy. I've heard that it's basically like, spoilers, sorry if you haven't seen it, but it's basically like the end of the dinosaurs was like the, uh, like they all go extinct and that's like the final episode. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Like you gotta go, you gotta go and watch it. I think, so, uh, they were the Sinclairs, can't, yeah, oh, Carl. Earl, Earl Carl. Sinclair. What it was it? I thought it was Carl Sinclair, was it not? No, uh, Earl. Earl Sinclair, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Earl, he, he was supposed to do something, but it basically he screwed up at his job, and it brought about the Ice Age. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so it was Earl's uh, fault. But uh, anyway, yeah, you know, things start getting colder and colder, and then all of a sudden, like, at the end, I don't know, there's this really sad scene. I think Earl, or maybe maybe all, all five of them, four of them, they're all looking out the window, and they're like, things will get better, right, Dad? And he's like, sure, sure, son. And then that's like how the show ends. So it's like, wow, that's got to be one of the most depressing endings of all time. So I do remember there was a uh, a toy line for these, and I bought oh, one. And I remember it being Carl's boss at his construction site. Not Carl, Earl. Yeah, uh -huh. I keep thinking Carl, but it was his boss Carl at the construction Wendell. site. He was like a triceratops. Uh -huh. Why I wanted this, I'll never know. But for some <laughs> reason, I was like, man, that is so cool. <laughs> I remember the Happy Meal toys. Do you remember it had yes. like the little tube with the pumper and, and they would uh, slightly move? Yeah, you squeezed it and then yeah, they would like move or something. Yes, I do remember that. Yep, and I've seen those around in like some vintage toy shops. I feel like I see those a lot. So yeah. it is kind of a cool line, but yeah, Dinosaurs fun show. Number three, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, and I think was Jim Henson involved in this. Is that kind of thing, or is that just yeah. something that I'm imagining, probably because it's animatronics and puppets and stuff? Yeah, I believe he was. 
All right, number two, I got no problem with this one. Uh, Family Matters. Agreed. And uh, that's one of those, again, it was on, well, it says 89 to 98, so eight or nine years. Now, I just sent you this uh, just the other day, because this was news to me, that they're making a new animated movie called Urkel Saves Santa. Or something. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, it's brand new. It hasn't even come out yet. Oh, I thought that was just a random uh, show from like the '90s, some kind of random Christmas special. No, it, it's it's new. I actually, it, Urkel Safe Santa, the movie. It's an animated film starring Jaleel White. My understanding is he's the only original Family Matters actor involved. And um, I'm gonna kind of look through the cast. Uh, yeah, he's the only one that's listed. So. I don't know, man. This is kind of crazy, though. Like uh, having, you know, a a new Steve Urkel project in twenty twenty three was not <laughs> not something I expected, but I think it's awesome. I think that's really fun. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Is you know, as he was getting, I think, you know, probably towards the late nineties, early two thousand. You know, obviously he was typecast as Urkel, mm. and I remember him really wanting to break away from that and getting really angry, you know, when people would call him Urkel mm-hmm. and all these other things. And then it's kind of funny, like, as the years go on, here's my thought as an actor. You know, you're like, okay, at that point he was probably in his, you know, late 20s, maybe maybe 30. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I want to still do something with my life and career, and I don't want to be Urkel my whole life, and et cetera, et cetera. But then as you get to be 40, and he's probably even close to 50 by now, it's like, well, maybe maybe that wasn't so bad. And, you know, you, you can go back and do some of those things. It probably also hurts when those uh, Family Matter checks stop coming in. Well, I get the whole typecasting thing to a, to a certain degree, but I think also, too, like, think about all, like, I'm going, to, there's a toy show in town today, and, uh, they have one of the Power Rangers is going to be there. Not from one of the ones we watched. It was from like Turbo or Lightspeed or one of those. But it's this female actress who was on the Power Rangers you know, show. And I looked up her acting credits. There's nothing really that's noteworthy besides that. But I'm like, but hey, you know, she's getting paid to come to a to a small con right. in Tulsa. Like that's that's kind of cool. Like the fact that he could be Urkel for ne- from now on. Like – me and you aren't the biggest go get celebrity autographs, but I'd probably wait in line to meet Urkel, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's that's a really cool one. So I think diving into animation like this is a genius idea. Um, like is I, and I get the the thought of like well, I don't want to be this guy the rest of my life, and I want to break free. I want to do other stuff, but also too like you're very fortunate that you did at least have that one role that people always know you from that. Yeah, I mean, kind of with the rise of Comic Cons over the last twenty years or so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once if you if you can play an iconic character like an Urkel for ten years, I mean, you're set for life. You know, even if things, you know, don't go the way you want them to, you can always make a living. You know, doing the cons and all that kind of thing. So. So number one, don't agree, but you know, is what it is. I didn't put the list together. Number one is Perfect Strangers, 86 to 93. Yeah. Um, again, I remember watching that. Not my favorite. Far from my favorite. It would have been a, a much better, like, number five or six, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember, you know, I uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, 1986 to 93. So, I mean, in 86, I was one year old, you know. But uh, I remember probably 92, 93, catching a couple seasons of it. And, you know, I don't don't remember hating it so 
But, yeah, I mean, as far as all time goes, now, I mean, it had a good run on TGIF. It was on it for seven years. Oh, for sure, yeah. So it, it probably deserves to be at least in the top ten, but... Yeah, I wouldn't have put it over Family Matters. I wouldn't have put it over. I wouldn't have put it over Step by Step. Might have put it over Dinosaurs. Might have put it over Full House, just because Full House wasn't on TGIF that long. Right. So when you think of TGIF, what is the four shows like? Not necessarily your four favorite shows, but like, what were the shows that came on like in a row for you? Like when you think of it. Yeah, so the shows I remember the most, in no particular order, are Full House, Family Matters. Step by Step, and Boy Meets World. And mm-hmm. that's like the ones I remember. Also, I, I would throw in um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Sabrina, you know, a little bit. But the like I remember, well, I remember, so in 1999, ECW got on, on uh, TNN. Oh, yeah, yep. And it was not a good show. Oh, my God, it was horrible. And one of the worst shows you could ever imagine. Because it was just clips, usually, of like, uh, hey, we're going to show you this match from a pay-per-view. It's like, what? You know? What is this? Anyway, um, at that point, I was actually, like, going back and forth and watching Boy Meets World. Because, you know, they were still doing new shows of Boy Meets World at that time. Uh Uh-huh. And that was almost like... That was like the first time I ever watched a sitcom over wrestling because I was so I love sitcoms, but I was mo more into wrestling. But that was like because that show was so bad, I was like, oh, check out what's happening on on Boy Meets World over here, and I would watch it almost even more because the ECW show was just so horrible. But yeah, um, yeah, that that's the one. And it I, must I have been bad too for in the nineties for us to choose to watch anything over wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, it just was not a good show. So here's a couple other just random shows I saw. See if you have any recollection of these. So let's see. Going, I know we talked about going places. Uh, there's a show apparently called Billy. Don't remember. Uh, getting by. No clue. Now this is interesting because obviously I remember the movie, but I, I, I do remember now that Clueless had its own TV show for just a little bit. I do remember that happening, but that was also not uncommon in the 90s when a movie hit mm-hmm. and, and then they would make a, a spinoff show with all new actors and it usually did not work out well. Uh, Aliens in the Family, do you remember that show? Not a clue. Yeah, uh, it was kind of like dinosaurs. They had like big-headed aliens that lived with a family, so I don't know the plot other than that, so... Um, oh yeah, I don't know any of these. On Our Own, Where I Live, uh, we talked about Two and a Kind, Brother Keeper, Hughley, Making the Band. Oh, I do remember Making the Band. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one either. That, oh, you know, that was, uh, late 90s, and this was when NSYNC and all these other, our boy bands were, so it must have been early 2000s. But anyway, they had like a reality show. And they were putting together a boy band. So they had, like, auditions. And, you know, eventually they settled on however many guys, four or five guys. And they eventually uh, made the band O-Town. Oh, wow. Okay, I do remember that now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, wow. Yeah, I think so. At least I think that's where that band came from. But, yeah, I do actually remember making the band a little bit. Listen, just to clear my name, I was not a boy band fan. But I did watch this <laughs> reality show a little bit. Hey, you know, sometimes whatever hits, you know, again, we watched what was on TV sometimes. Right. It wasn't about the, uh, it wasn't about what was, um, popular. It was like, that's what was on. So that's what we watched. That's kind of how it went. Um, 
No, TGIF will always go down as, to me, like the like even The Simpsons mentioned TGIF because of how mm-hmm. how iconic it was, and I think that was kind of like their way of try. I think what they were trying to do was trying to build successful shows based off of this TGIF concept, right? So you put two really good shows and followed by like two so-so shows. Chances are you can get people to watch all four of them, right? And, right, yeah. And, and then obviously, like, based upon the list you just read, a lot of them didn't work out. So, um, I don't know. Like, I'll be honest. I didn't realize there was that many shows on TGIF. It kind of makes me think it was more of a an experiment than, like, a successful thing. Yeah, apparently there was, like, almost 30 shows between, like, 1988 and 1990, well, 2003, apparently. So, yeah, like I said, a lot of these, they don't, they didn't even get a one-year run. They just got, like, a, they were on in the spring and then canceled by the fall. I wonder if, if, if for whatever reason, if it didn't quickly find an audience, they just immediately canceled it. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that was their, you know, that was their big thing. That was, you know, ABC's kind of calling card for a long time. So I'm sure if you weren't, you know, if the ratings were dipping, then they wanted to get you out of there as, as soon as possible. Well, I do remember... um Back in, uh, this is probably like the, like 2013 or so. My mom loves watching the show, the voice, which if if people don't know that it's, you know, a singing competition show where the judges can't see, they have to turn around their chair or whatever. Anyway, it's not really my cup of tea. I'm not a fan, but it, it was what it was. And so anyway, um, that's the show, um, she liked to watch. Well, then they plug a show on right after it called the blacklist. Oh, yeah. She got invested in the blacklist because guess what? It started right after The Voice, and they still had cable at this time. And and, I'm, and I remember thinking, like, well, yeah, they, they did that because they wanted it to find an audience. And so people watch five minutes of it. They're like, wow, this is really good. I want to watch more. Smart move. Yeah, me and my wife were big fans of The Blacklist. I think it – I can't remember. I think it just concluded or had its last season maybe a year ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was good. It has uh, – uh, what's the guy's name? He was on The Office. Yeah, James Spader. James Spader, yeah, and played uh, the robot in The Avengers, whatever yeah, his Ultron, name was. Exactly, yeah. Ultron, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love James Spader. That guy's great. Yeah, it, it's it's very funny how um, how shows hit and, and what makes them last. And nowadays, I feel like sometimes they keep shows on too long. Yeah. And it's like, man, this didn't need to be like 12 seasons. Like six would have been fine. Because you kind of can almost see, like, if you watch TV shows, you can almost see it, like, go way up and then drop way down. And you're like, wow, this is, like, horrible now. But you're invested at that point, so you keep watching it. The Blacklist, to me, was a show that was guilty of that a little bit. I didn't end up watching yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. But it kind of it kind of fell off at a certain point. And I'm like, okay, like, this is getting, this is getting ridiculous. Well, and obviously TV and streaming and all that has changed now. And I do wonder maybe what some of the motivations are, because now I feel like, it's not so much about getting that rating on a Friday night at 8.30 as much as it is just continually pumping out content. Yes. So it's like, okay, this show sucks, but, you know, we're going to keep making it because we're already invested in it. We've already, you know, the upfront money is already, you know, paid for. So we're going to keep we're gonna keep pumping this out just to have, you know, two or three extra seasons of, of content, you know, on this show. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, TGIF, if we kind of can wrap it up with this, to me, I think it'll always go down as perfect for kids. That's who they market it towards, the, the kids like me and you who don't aren't driving, we really don't have a life, and 
we're the ones going to be home on Friday night, so by God, we'll watch this. You know, so like it <laughs> yep. was, it was, uh, it was a smart marketing strategy. I don't think it would work today, simply because of streaming. I feel like any show would be hard pressed to get anything going for themselves because there's no streaming, because there's so much streaming out there. But yeah, back in the '90s, man, this was this was this was what it was, and I remember seeing it advertised like every day, like. It's TGIF, and you're like, oh man! Like everyone was so excited just hearing those letters. You were, you were, you were instantly pumped up. For sure, yeah. Like you said, uh, definitely. I think on the Mount Rushmore of '90s nostalgia, and uh, I don't know. I think of TGIF. I think of you know those shows with my uh, Pizza Hut pizza. Exactly, exactly. Well, what do you say we uh, we spin the wheel for next week? We still got nine topics here, so let's see what we got. Hey, do you have any idea what the oldest thing on here is now? Now that we got TGIF off there, Ooh, I, I feel like Collector I... Cups has been on there for a while. So Collector Cups is the next oldest, but it's been—it's not nearly as old as TGIF was for whatever reason. I mean, it was up there back in like the first few like mm-hmm. topics. In fact, it was on there at the same time as Boy Meets World, and I remember we—I thought like, hmm. I wonder if that's an issue, but it's been so long in between now, I don't think it matters. <laughs> yep. According to my notes, Boy Meets World was episode six. Exactly. So. so it's been a minute. All right, let's spin the wheel. Let's see what happens here. Okay, so this will be an interesting one uh, for episode 41, 90s NBA. All right. So that was uh, that was a topic of, of your choosing. Any... any um, any thoughts as to why 90s NBA specifically? Um, yeah, like I think, you know, I know typically we dive into nerd stuff here, but, uh, you know, for me, like, that was just, that was my childhood growing up. I was, and I think, too, in the 90s, we kind of touched on this a little bit with the Mighty Ducks yeah, and uh, those sports movies. I mean, sports were just huge for kids in the 90s, you know, probably still are today, I would imagine. But, you know, our summers were filled with, you know, playing wiffle ball or playing basketball and yeah you know for for me and my brother like we were huge nba fans in the 90s obviously a lot of that had to do with michael jordan oh yeah Uh, you know people there's that whole lebron james michael jordan debate my thought is if you didn't live through the 90s like you do not realize how huge of a star michael jordan was he was the biggest sports star arguably of that era yeah, I mean, he was Babe Ruth. You yeah. know, he was probably the most recognizable human being on the planet. Yeah, I think, uh, I you think know, in nineteen ninety, was, was popular simply because of Michael Jordan. You know, like oh yeah, boxing was popular because of Mike Tyson. Like there was a lot of that going on. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, we can go into kind of the quick history of how that happened. You know, next week, but you know, basically, yeah, Michael Jordan came in and was such a huge star. I mean, he was like the uh, the Stone Cold, you know. Oh. He was he was the guy who brought attention to the sport. So you know, he was everywhere. He was like the Time Magazine Sportsman of the Year or, or Time Magazine Man of the Year or something like that. Yeah, just incredibly huge star. So yeah, if you didn't live through that, then you really can't even get into the debate of you know. Maybe you can say, okay, LeBron James, some of his stats were better, which. They weren't. They aren't. But uh, but he's he's not Michael know, Jordan, and, and he's that, not will, Michael that Jordan. will always be an argument. I know, but yeah, he's not Michael Jordan. Um, definitely not. That'll be fun to dive well, into next week. I'm, I'm looking. Well, it's kind of like you know Babe Ruth. You yeah. know, like 
you know, there's been lots of baseball players better than Babe Ruth, but yet at the same time, nobody's Babe Ruth. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, it is my week for a shout out. So I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, my buddy Brian on the legendary wrestling figures podcast. Legendary is L E J E N D A R Y for LJNs because he discusses all the LJN wrestling figures. So give the, give that podcast a listen. I've been on a few episodes. Brian's a really good dude. Uh, he does a lot of customizing of LJN figures, which is really cool. So check it out. Legendary Wrestling Figures, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and that's all I got. Um, thank you guys for checking out the Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel. We'll be back next week with some 90s NBA. Should be a fun episode. Uh, make sure to check us out on social media at the Rumble Wheel on Instagram and the X, formerly known as Twitter. And, uh, of course, you can check out Daniel's page, Atomic Fandom, on Facebook. We're on Facebook as well, as a matter of fact. So check all that out, and we'll be back next week with another weekly dose of Nostalgia.